Jets fan. Yes. As a battered Jets fan. Hello. You play to win the game. <laughs> like I can't. How am I gonna do that? How you I make that jump? I appreciate that. Let's I... go eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome everybody to episode number 38 of the Battle Jets Fans Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, as always, is Mr. Bearded Fanatic. How are you doing, sir? Ski! I'm I'm hot, baby. I'm hot. That was a great show. That was a great show. It was a great preseason finale. Uh, like Aaron Rodgers said, it's Jet Life Stadium, not Giants Life Stadium. And um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited that uh this is the last Technically week. Technically Life Stadium. Right, right. But he called it Jet Life Stadium, you know. I know, I know. That's what most um, Jets fans call it. Go ahead. Um, but I'm excited just because this will be the final preseason episode that we drop as of next Tuesday when we're back at you um after Hard Knocks finals episode. We're gonna be talking, we're gonna be pre-gaming basically your fight against the Buffalo Bills on September eleventh, sir. Exciting times coming up. I know as I was watching the episode today. I was like, man, I haven't felt this excited and this optimistic about a season since that 2010 Rex Ryan season. Right? Yeah. Coming off the AFC Championship, he's like, no, we're going to be in the Super Bowl next year. And I believed it, you know? Yep. And uh, we added Ladanian Tomlinson. We added Antonio Holmes. Like, that team was just stacked. And I was like, man, we're going we're gonna to do it this year. So, yeah, it, it's been a while since I felt that way. Obviously, that was the last time we made the playoffs. So, obviously, it's been a long road. But uh, it's been a long road. So let's start. Yeah, but let, let's start with the hard knocks. So, episode, I think a lot better than last week's. I, I, I don't know why. Yeah, for I, sure. For sure. The first two episodes I thought were great. This episode I thought was great. I don't know what it was about last week. I thought last week's episode was just really bad. Like, it just <laughs> I wasn't agree. entertaining. Um, I, I don't I don't think it was as entertaining because it didn't have a lot of things that we wanted to see. We, there wasn't a lot of Aaron Rodgers. They touched on him at the beginning. Um, they were they were centering a player that I don't even think made the team after final roster cuts today. What, Tendell Smart? Yeah. Um, Let me tell you something. I feel for that guy. I was talking to him because I was watching 100%. the show with my wife. 100%. And I was like, man, it's got to be rough to be one of those journeymen in the NFL because yeah. you're like seven seasons in and you're going from like team to team, which means you're literally moving from city to city with your with your family. Yeah. And you're just you're just busting your ass to not make the team. It's it's a rough life for, for these NFL journeymen. So I felt for Tenzo Smart. I really hope he makes the practice squad because it, it, it's a rough go. I agree. But uh, listen, your boy uh, from Eight Mile didn't obviously B Rabbit didn't make the team either. I thought that was another uh, bad. I don't want to say bad cut because you like, you guys got depth at wide receiver, especially with those two young bucks, oh, yeah. uh, Brown, Brownlee and um, what's the other guy? I'm missing his name right now. Gibson. Um, Xavier Gibson, Gibson. Yeah. Those two boys. I always thought man, Brownlee would make the team, but those two guys at the they, end of your roster, good shit, man. Good shit. I know they benefited that Corey Davis just randomly retired. Yeah. Which I, I, I didn't think Corey Davis would make this team, but not because he would retire, obviously. I thought that he would get traded, honestly, is what I was expecting at some point. Right. But uh, well, I don't know. Retiring, certain, but, certain Jet fans yeah. thought that he was going to be your number three on your team. Come on, Gunny. Is that why you're avoiding me this week? Because you don't want me to, to laugh at you about that. Right. He's the right. N- receiver number two. Oh, no. I'm sorry. But, number uh, two. I'm sorry. You said yeah, number three. Hey. Yeah, yeah. He said number two. I apologize. I apologize for even correctness yeah. there. So, a couple highlights from Hard Knocks. Yeah. Floby. I need me a Floby. Oh, man. Did you catch can the Floby? <laughs> can you, can you imagine <laughs> the if we had those? Cut? Listen, 
Danny's younger than I am, not by a lot, but he is younger than I. But if we would have had those growing up, I don't think anybody would have ever had a Super Bowl haircut. I agree with Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know how that wasn't a thing that blew up. I've made. I. have never used one. I've they never seen anybody use work. one. Right, but the way they looked at it, it gives you like the perfect haircut, perfect length. Man, if that was true, a lot of kids with Super Bowl haircuts would have been much I, happier, bro. Nah, I don't think it was true because it obviously didn't work. So the right. Floby was funny though. Um, Floby was funny. Something else. I, I did. I, I do like the way Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers keep going back and forth at each other, like joking around. Yeah, I think yeah. it's awesome that Zach Wilson, you know, for all the crap that people talk about his personality, has yeah. been able to get along, at least from what we've seen on camera with Aaron Rodgers. Like, he's not only learning, but he's kind of building a friendship. And it makes it a lot easier, I would assume, for Aaron Rodgers to help him out when they're getting along so well. So I do like the way that they're always constantly exchanging when they're walking out to that practice field. So that was awesome also. By the way, um, is for next week's show, will you be using the Aaron Rodgers headset? Will you, are you going to be going with the string ones, or are you going to keep on with the with the Bluetooth wireless? Because apparently, you know, no, they're I bad for wireless. your brain. You know, they're bad for your brain, apparently, according to Aaron Rodgers. Hey, look, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I hesitated on the AirPods because I always thought, like, this can't be good right. for, like, anything. The way that all these this electronics work wirelessly, there has to be some type of emission like, going on somewhere. Where Right through your brain, baby. Right through right. your brain. But, I mean, I, I got sucked in anyway. But, yeah, I, I mean, it's got to be yeah. something to it. But I'm not trying to think too, too much into that. Um, so, one of my favorite scenes or, or parts of the show, Aaron Rodgers mm – -hmm. Just getting pissed off at practice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. False starts, wrong routes. Like, I really like that Aaron Can Rogers we go a fucking series without team. a mistake? That yeah. line. Can we go a fucking series yeah. without a mistake? Yeah. And there were several mistakes on that series. Right. And I like that he kind of blew up because I think we've kind of seen, I don't want to say the softer side, but the friendlier side of Aaron Rodgers here on the yep. show the Good last point. couple of weeks. But it's really cool to see, like, but when it's time to, comp to compete, and he needs this done well, he's going to let them hear about it. And I like that he let them hear about it. And then after he cooled off a little bit, he's like, 17, come here. Come into my office. Yep. And then he kind of started calling everybody and like, yo, you got to do this. You got to do that. If and you he do it this like, way, it'll work out right. this way. Yeah. So he was pissed and he wants perfection. But he understands that once he calmed down, he needs to teach. Right? Because he is that guy. He is that leader. So I really like the way he kind of just broke everything down. and then. When they continue filming, like you don't know what order happened, if it was just HBO sure. doing it that way, but it seemed like after that things were going a lot smoother, and it ends Correct. with uh, Lazard getting that catch over Sauce in the end zone. The, what the person that 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 Gunny said couldn't be the number two receiver getting that, that catch over Sauce. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. That so guy. Uh, yeah, man, I, I thought that that was a really cool sequence of events on the on on Hard Knocks tonight. Um, I I personally enjoyed that from a leadership perspective because at your quarterback position what you guys were lacking last year a lot of the whole time first of all it was talent and then leadership with Aaron Rodgers you're getting both of those but we heard it a, a precursor to that last week and Randall Cobb said if you start fucking up eight will not give you the ball and I think this was an extension of that like now I'm taking my time to teach you how to do this and if you don't do it right you're probably not getting the rock but the guy started doing it right your tight ends got involved. Your wide receivers got involved. Your running backs got involved. Um, I think that I agree with you 100%. I think that it's awesome to see Aaron Rodgers. Well, I, I'm happy that people get to see the side of Aaron Rodgers. Because, all you, like I said, we've talked about it the last three weeks after every single show. 
that everybody had this notion that Aaron Rodgers is a douchebag to everybody. But mm-hmm. we've seen we've seen differently that at least he may be a douchebag to the opposing team, like we saw to that nobody at the end of um at the end of the preseason, whoever that guy was. Um, but at least to his teammates, what we've seen on hard knocks, I don't know, man. That guy seems pretty friendly to me. No, I, I agree. Um defensive line meeting with Aaron Cotton. White Cotton, I'm sorry, Aaron White Cotton. Yeah. Yeah. If you aren't familiar with Aaron White Cotton, defensive line coach. I promise you, if the defensive line performs like I think it will this year, look out for him to have a defensive coordinator position at some point next year. Like he's going to be a name that's going to be out there, and we're probably going to lose him as a defensive line coach because he's got these guys working. And I love the whole "I am not the weakest link," and then you yes. pass it around as you start putting that chain together. I thought that was really cool. Um, and the defensive line, man. I mean, obviously they went to Tenzo Smart's house, and he ended up getting cut, but. You do see that they're, that they're a tight-knit group, and yep. I'm really, really happy with – when you look at Jermaine Johnson and Bryce Huff as the backup ends, but they are, I think, dominant, Like I think that this is going to be a wild year for our defensive line, and I, I love what Joe Douglas is doing because Joe Douglas drafted a Jermaine Johnson with the first round, with the first round pick, but he brought him onto a team that was, he wasn't necessary – it wasn't necessary for him to have an impact right away. So he kind of played some, but he got some experience. He got to, to learn the playbook a little better, whatnot. And then what did he do? This year, he drafted Will McDonald. Yep. And now Will McDonald is going to be where Jermaine Johnson was last year, where he doesn't have to make an impact right away. He has an opportunity to grow and learn. And next year, he could take that step when everybody's not even thinking about it too much because everybody wanted Jermaine Johnson to do well. But like you're not really have high expectations for him, right? You're thinking about Carl Lawson. You're thinking about uh, John, Mac- uh, John Franklin Myers. So I love what Joe, uh, Joe Douglas has done with this defensive line because Carl Lawson is probably not going to be here next year, but Jermaine Johnson is going to slide right in. And then you got Will McDonald right behind him. And if you can keep doing that with the defensive line and the offensive line at some point, hopefully. Outside um, of Quentin Williams. It's right. gonna be, yeah, you're going to be set up for, for success for the next half decade to decade long, for sure. For me, um, obviously, I loved that that scene of the all of them just hanging out. By the way, was Michael Clemens missing in that picture, or was he just not? He was I okay. didn't see him. All right, so they were eating. The, the, they were making car, car, charcuterie, charcuterie, charcuterie boards. boards. By the way, he was wearing the shirt, and I remember telling you that as soon as it happened, the episode, you better put that shit online because it should have been. We should have branded that shirt right away. As soon as I saw <laughs> the shirt, I said, "I need, I need that shirt in my life." Um, I saw him wearing it. He's basically owning it. Unfortunately, hope he makes some money off of those shirts. Um, if he has sure. it on his website, um, mm-hmm. but w- one thing we knew for a fact, I think, if even if you're outside Jets fan, which obviously I am, which wait, I said that wrong. Even though I'm a fan looking from the outside to a Jets team, mm-hmm. I knew the strength of your team was that defensive line. Mm-hmm. I I'm still questioning your linebackers, and I'm still mm-hmm. questioning your offensive line. Running back room set, quarterback mm-hmm. set. Garrett Wilson, you already know. I feel like the other guys are question marks. But get, what you initially saw today from Aaron Rodgers to Garrett Wilson, how easy they made that look. Well, how easy he made it look for Garrett Wilson. I'll say that. And when we get into the preseason, we'll talk more right, about right. that we'll, also. We'll, we'll talk more about that. But you, the question, he goes, one of many. And that's the one that stuck with me because that's going to be the strength of your team. A-Rod to Dalvin Cook. A-Rod to Garrett Wilson. A-Rod to Ellen Lazard. The weaknesses for me has always been has always been your offensive line and your linebackers. I think everywhere else you guys are stout. But the way that that team was in the was 
with white cotton in the in the in the basically in the sorry in the practice room defensive line room uh-huh. the defensive line room and then how they were acting with each other at home i agree with you super close knit that defensive line so even if your defense falls behind because of linebacker help because they keep attacking the middle of your field whatever it may be that defensive line included with Aaron Rodgers is going to keep you in a lot of games because a lot of quarterbacks I don't think are going to have a very good unless you start again for me picking in the middle of your field you can't pick on Sauce Gardner like there's going to be times where he may be beat but he's not going to be beat all game so again middle of the field to attack you guys but you guys are I don't see it I looked at your schedule again before coming on the show I don't see I don't see a week where I'm like all right you guys may have a tough battle on this one Outside of Patrick Mahomes, right? Like outside of that game, because Patrick Mahomes is so good throwing the ball to different sides of the field. Outside mm-hmm. of that game, Danny, I don't see a game where I'm like, I'm kind of worried for you guys. No, I mean the Eagles game is going to be hard. Also, the Eagles have right. a, a, a solid. But I don't, see, I, I don't, I don't, see, I don't see Jalen Hurts the type of accuracy like I see uh Patrick. Even though, Jay, listen, I'm not shitting on Jalen Hurts by any means. He showed out in the Super Bowl, but I don't You're see him about just the, strictly against QBs. Correct. Correct. Just your pure passing quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes only jumps out. That's like, all right, that guy might be the problem. But outside of that, you're talking about 16 other quarterbacks you face this season where you guys are going to be in every single fucking game. Well, I mean, if you think like if you were to name what are the top quarterbacks in the league, it'd be Patrick Mahomes. I think a lot Joe of people Burrow. put Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, am I forget. Jalen Hurts. You, could, you could definitely throw Jalen Hurts in there. I just would, would as far as pure passer. Top oh, four, top five. three. I'm sorry. I thought you said, I like thought you top, said top tier, five. top tier, top tier. Like you would put oh, Jalen Hurts in your like, top tier. Like, you know, like, like, you, like yeah, at one yeah, point yeah. we considered yeah. one, two, Peyton, three, and then Brady. Have like one, two, three, four. Right. Right. Oh, no, no, that I wouldn't. I would definitely no. go Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Josh am Allen, I, maybe. Am I squeezing in Josh Allen into that three spot? Because I know that you as a Jets fan and me as a Dolphin fan, we might reserve that third spot for somebody else. But let's let's be honest with you. Josh Allen is still that guy. Yeah, I think I think he is that guy. I think those are the top three in the league right now. And I might be forgetting yep. something. Somebody's probably like watching this, like yelling at their right, phone right, right or now. wherever they're so watching. Nobody. They're somebody like, put, how the hell are you comments. forgetting this guy? So I'm probably right. forgetting somebody. But as yep. far as I, off the top of my head, I think those are the top three. And the reason I bring that up is we say those are the top three. But for the most part, how did the Jets make one of those three look last year? Like we made Josh Allen look human. That's exactly so, why I was said. Maybe not Josh right. Allen. So I think I still consider him a top three. But when Correct. he played against the Jets, they made him look human. So I'm kind of curious to see how they make Patrick Mahomes look, Joe Burrow. Facts. And stuff That's like a that. great so point. We'll That's a great point. So, all right. Like I said, um, we're, we're weeks away from talking about that. We are literally weeks away from talking yeah, about that. No, I can't. I can't believe. It. And you know what sucks? That when the NFL season starts, next thing you know, you're just like, "Damn, it's week five. How the hell is this?" Oh, don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. Because <laughs> it goes, it goes so fast. It goes so yeah. fast. Remember, uh, I got one sport, to. so don't don't run, don't do uh, that. Don't fast forward it for your, me. That's your fault, uh, yeah. Nathaniel Hackett. F that red zone. Red means stop. F that red we want to go. It's the gold zone. I kind of like that. I like the whole gold zone thing. Uh, I, I like that, green that he's, zone. he's encouraging. Well, green zone would have been a good also, especially with right. the Jets. It would have been a good also. Correct. But he, yep. he, he, he loves gold member. I don't know. But he does. So I, apparently, I, apparently, they all know in there that he loves gold member. Yeah, I um, I like that he wants everybody to celebrate. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, like, and then he like brought up the highlight. Like, look, you're running away from your teammates. So you got to go back and celebrate. 
So I thought that that was really cool that he wants everybody for to sure. stick together and celebrate together. Thought that was really cool. And can uh, we pause on that to... for? Let me yeah, pause yeah. on that for one second because I I want to get your insight into celebrating because we have it on our notes and I'm looking at the notes and I'm like, all right, once he gets it, I'm going to ask you this question. And if anybody right. listening that's on YouTube right now, definitely drop your feedback on this. How do you feel about celebrating when you're losing in a game? And I don't mean losing by six where now you just tied it up. I mean, like you're pretty much out of it and you're still celebrating. Do you think that mm. should or shouldn't happen? Um, no, I definitely don't think it should happen if you're losing by a lot. But give yeah. me a number because I, I I think you agree with you're me. down by tw- you're done by 21. You're done by 21. And it's a fourth start, start of the fourth quarter. You're p- potentially nah, you still only celebrate. three touchdowns away. You, I don't think you nah, can you, either, you can't. bro. Nah, I think I think if you're down by more than two touchdowns, you can't celebrate. I agree. I if agree with you. I, you're, right. Like if you're down by three and then you score that touchdown to cut it to two and it's like the beginning of the third quarter. All right. Get your team. Get your teammates hyped up a little bit. It's yeah, only two yeah. touch, two scores. But right. three touchdowns or more. No, sorry. Like it can't be more than 14. Stop. If it's more just than stop. 14. Don't celebrate. Just stop. I agree. Yeah, I agree. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Go. You can go ahead and move on. But I literally I, I put right. it here on my notes. I said I wanted your two cents on celebrating while you're losing. I literally put it down. Danny, give me your feedback about celebrating while losing. All right, so I guess we'll go into the preseason game, right? Because that was the yeah. end of the episode, and then we'll just take that chance to just talk about the preseason game in general. Sure. Aaron Rodgers played. I, I told you in the beginning of the summer, I thought he might play, even if it was just one series. He ended up playing two series. Yep. What was the best outcome for him, for him playing? Like, what was the most the best possible outcome? I'll tell you what so, I think, and I'm, I, and I'm sure you're going to – okay, go ahead. You had an answer. Uh, no, I was going to say, because it's your show, so I definitely want to hear your feedback after mine. Um, I thought it was to get Rust off. Like they mentioned, okay. he hadn't played, they hadn't played a preseason game since 2018. Now, granted, mm-hmm. this is a four-time MVP. Does he really need preseason? No. He doesn't. He knows Nathaniel Hackett, so that means he knows his offense, hence the teaching portion that was happening in Hard Knocks today. That's how he knows where you should be. That's how he knows where you should go. But the fact that he hasn't played one shows a lot for this team. Like, this is how invest, invested I am into you. And then secondly, to get some of that rust off, he hasn't thrown the ball in how many months now? So I thought that it was very important to him to get a little bit of chemistry against a New um, against an actual other defense, which, by the way, was there a bunch of, like, nobody's playing for the New York Giants? Or do the New York Giants? Most, okay. Mostly, backups. mostly backups. Okay. Because I did not recognize a name out there while watching the game and then obviously watching this guy selling me, pushing Aaron Rodgers to buy. I don't know who you are. But I thought the most important part, get some rust off because – you literally start the season off against a heavyweight. It's not like if you're playing the Cleveland Browns week one, you're playing on primetime in front of a very ruckish crowd week one against the Buffalo Bills. So for me, it was important for him to get the rust off against backups, basically, like you just said, before heading against into this heavyweight fight that you guys are about to see um, about 11 days from now. To me, the best outcome was to come out healthy. Oh, for sure. For sure. I, I didn't care what he did on the field. He could have gone 0 for 7, and I would have been like, dude, as long as you're fucking healthy. Like, but th- there was two possible outcomes to this. Sure. Like, health, health aside, it was an overreaction because they played well or an mm-hmm. overreaction because they didn't play well. Mm, okay. Like, I, I agree. I agree. Some people were overreacting with that Aaron Rodgers, Gary Wilson play, even though I did think it was a beautiful pass, beautiful touchdown, makes me excited for the future. But I'd rather overreact about positives than negatives because if Correct. they don't play well, 
the overreaction on the other side, not just from Jets fans, which because we're battered, so we're just waiting yep. for the other foot to drop, but from the yep. other fan bases, would have been absolutely horrible. So I'm glad that the overreaction, although, like, like I said, overreaction is a positive one that, rather than negative because you're going to get an overreaction one way or another from two drives. So I'm glad that it's a positive one rather than a negative one. I like that you talk about health. And I'll tell you, I know we stopped talking about Hard Knocks. There was one scene in Hard Knocks where I'm like, oh, my God, I hope this guy doesn't tear his Achilles or his ACL or nothing. When he was bouncing with the ball and all you saw was his calf muscles tightening up at the very beginning of the show. Do you remember this? Aaron Rodgers. Well, Aaron Rodgers. The medicine. Yes. yes. Aaron Rodgers. Yes. And I was like, God, please don't tear something. Or you know what? I'm a Dolphin fan. Fuck it. Tear something. Because the <laughs> way his calf, the way his calf muscles were his tightening up. In, huge. Dude. Dude, this guy's this, like, this guy's forty. This guy's forty-eight years old with calf muscles looking like that. Yeah, but yeah. I thought that was the only. I thought that was the only moment that he was in any serious danger because outside of that, Aaron Rodgers knows how to move in the pocket. Aaron Rodgers knows how to protect himself. But that was the only part in this show and preseason game where I'm like, dude, you might injure yourself doing this shit. Well, there was another positive to them playing uh, this weekend, yep. or uh, and Rodgers at least playing. I understand that it was. Not a hard hit. I understand that it was a late hit. I understand that he started going back and forth with a no-name guy. But Ooh. it's good to get the ball out and then get a little bit of contact, right? You need that. You need that live action. Yeah. You need to yeah. not be wearing that red jersey. And I thought yep. that that was really good. I like the way he went back and forth with him. You know, like you said a couple times already, who, who are you? Ooh. And the guy comes Ooh. back, who are you? And I don't know who you are. And then Aaron Rodgers on the sideline is like, yeah. Aaron Rodgers like, bullshit. But, um... <laughs> I, I and thought that's that was even, awesome. Listen, and that's not even being full of yourself. For anybody wanting to attack Aaron Rodgers, it's not even being full of yourself. Tom Brady would have done the same exact thing. Oh, I don't even know Tom who Brady you has... are. Yeah. <laughs> and for a guy to tell him back, oh, I don't know who you Shut up. Shut up. You know exactly yeah. who that is. Um, The only person, like Tom Brady is a big shit talker I've heard also. Peyton Manning, I don't know. I don't know about him being a shit talker. I don't think so. And Philip Rivers would just... Oh. Gosh darn you all the way because he doesn't cuss. So I've heard that that's really funny. But um, and when he scored the touchdown, Aaron Rodgers scores the touchdown. He goes right by the guy. He's like, "Don't poke the bear." It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I still don't know who you are, bro. I still don't know who you are. <laughs> so it, it was really cool to see that the the yeah. preseason game itself overall. The offensive line looked pretty good. Uh, Bam Knight got most of the carries. I don't know if because they want to keep the the guys that were actually going to make the team healthy or something because they ran him out there the most out of anybody else, and they probably knew he wasn't going to make the team. I mean, we all said that he probably wasn't going to make the team. That was so our guess. He got we, thought Izzy, we thought Izzy was going to make it just because of the natural mm -hmm. speed that guy has coming out of the backfield. And Bam mm -hmm. Knight's more of a bruiser. He does got some speed to him as well. But we both said, um, I think me, you, and Gunny all said last week that we thought he was going to be the odd man out. Yeah. and um, But I, I did like that right after the game. Post press conference, he he announces Mikai Beckton will be the starter. Yes, game week one, and usually you know, coaches are like, I gotta watch the film. You know, I'll make a decision tomorrow. He said, No, nah, no. Nah. Right after the preseason's over, immediately he said, This is my guy. I think it was to put a little confidence in him. Uh, I I just really like the way that he did that. So our offensive line is pretty much solidified. If Dwayne Brown is is healthy, which supposedly he's expected to be. It's going to be Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Brown on the left, uh, Lankin Tomlinson left guard, center Connor McGovern. You got right guard uh, AVT and then Beckton right tackle. And then you have Joe Tittman as your swing, either center or guard, right? He's a backup for both spots. I want him to be a yep. starter at center, but 
center guard as a backup. You got Max Mitchell, swing tackle, backing up both Dwayne Brown and Mikai Beckton. I mean, it's I wouldn't say it's going to be the best offensive line in the league, but if you could be top half, that, that, that's more than enough compared to what we had last year. I agree. Um, one of the things that uh, that Gunny was saying last week is you don't need to have the top five offensive linemen on your team to be good. When you have a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers and you have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, you can get by with semi-decent offensive line play. And I think that's exactly what you guys are getting. But let's not sell Mikai Becton short. This offseason, we said it. Like, all right, prove it to us. I think since this offseason, losing all that weight, getting really fit, showing up to camp. Aaron Rodgers obviously being in his ear was a big help, as we saw since sure. like the very beginning. For sure. But, but let's give this guy his flowers. He's done everything positive that he needed to do to earn that right tackle spot. We get it. It's not where you want to be. You want to be on the left side. But right now, Dwayne Brown is still that guy. And I'm sure if Dwayne Brown loses a step, they would have no issues swinging back to that side. But Mikai Becton definitely deserves his flowers. He definitely deserves to be the starting tackle on your team. Dwayne, Dwayne Brown is also very up there in age. I, I don't know if he's not 40 yet, but he's approaching 40. So even if Mikai Becton shows out this year, he's going to get a contract. And if it's not from the Jets, it'll be from somebody else. Uh, Dwayne Brown actually turns 39 tomorrow. August 30th is his birthday. So happy, happy birthday, early birthday, Dwayne Brown. Brown. So he turns 39 tomorrow. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is Dwayne Brown's last season. He's had some health issues. And then Mekhi Becton takes over next year, and yeah. the Jets pay him. Because if you have a stud left tackle, I mean, you that's that's worth what – you, what are the two most important th- positions on a team? I mean, outside of the quarterback, it's right. left tackle because that's usually the blind side, and deep pass rusher. Like, those are the big money spots. If you can get one of those, if you have one of those on your team, you make sure you take care of them and you pay them. So hopefully Mikai Becton can stay healthy and, and be that guy this year. And you know there's a market for tackles in the NFL. Like they're not Always. they're not being they're not being diluted like running backs are. Like nah. to get a good tackle on your team, take it from somebody who doesn't have that right tackle spot solidified yet. Um Austin Jackson has showed promise, but not to the level where I think I've seen Mikai Becton just because I've been able to see him more than Austin Jackson. But Mikai Becton will get paid by somebody next year, whether it's at left tackle yeah, or sure. right tackle. Um, I remember losing a right tackle. And I forget his name right now. He went to the Denver Broncos as a right tackle. He got he got a really good payday. So Austin Jackson will definitely get a good payday from somebody, whether it's at right tackle or a left tackle. Mikai Becton. Mikai, I'm sorry, Mikai Becton. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So um, yeah. Overall, preseason, everybody, everybody got everybody was healthy. That's a plus. Um, the cuts. I don't think there's anybody that necessarily surprised me. No, I think it was more or less what we expected, and I'm feeling pretty good. I, I was really happy that 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 Xavier Gibson made the team. He's gonna be our special teams guy, and he's gonna be that that sixth receiver that just randomly that you have on the team. He might get some play with you know a couple of knickknacks here. Some guys can't play. Uh, I think Randall Cobb's gonna get more playing time than I expected, honestly, this year. Because I really didn't think that Randall Cobb would get too much playing time. But I'm really starting to think Randall Cobb is really going to get some playing time in there. And what did you think of that block that he had in the preseason? Um, I think the it, it the perfect person said it. Aaron Rodgers turns around the cup. What do you think this is? Still 2014? Because my joke <laughs> my joke was going to be, when I came on the show, was going to be something like, yo, do you think this is the early 2000s where you can still get away with that type of block? I agree. Mm-hmm. 
that it was an illegal block in today's NFL, but today's NFL is kind of softer. But I thought it was clean as fuck. There was no helmet to helmet. It was shoulder. I get it. The guy wasn't paying attention. It's definitely considered a blind side. I, I love the block, but I'm also an old head like these young Twitter people will talk about now. But mm -hmm. I enjoyed the block. I thought it was a great block. So, so did I, and I kind of like, like, you know, I just, I blacked out. I blacked out. It was instinct, and I haven't hit anybody in a while. I get it. It's, 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 <laughs> is Aaron Rodgers like going to take the bill? Do you think that part was right? Do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to take the bill? I think he would. I just, I think look, he would. What's, what's that to Aaron Rodgers? $18,000 to Yo, Aaron Rodgers? Hey, sell me something right quick. You know I got another kid yeah. on the way, and you're probably going to be Absolutely. the godfather of that kid, too. Exactly. Randall Cobb knows right. what he's doing. Yeah. Godfather Smart of all guy. my kids. Yeah. Yeah. Smart right. guy. Uh, any final thoughts before we sign off? Uh, no, no final thoughts, man. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm excited. I'm excited because both of us are going to be dropping content in the coming weeks of actual football games. We, we're going to we're going to be able to, we're going to be able to start keeping records like we were keeping last year. And then you could catch me saying outlandish shit like 12 to 13 wins again. Um, I think I did say something outlandish on, but thankfully you haven't used it in the in our startup videos. But the fact that we're able to start talking real football games and now now starts the real back and forth with other Twitter people, because all we, all they've been doing now is just trolling because you have nothing else to talk about. I'm more, I more I think both of us are more reserved in, in that aspect that we don't like yeah. just talking shit just to talk shit. But now that we have like now well, we, we, I'll say it now that I think that when the Jets beat the Bills week one. I think that we'll be able to you'll be able to go to Bill's Mafia and talk that real shit because before it's just yeah we'll see now it's here so it it's pretty exciting that um next week oh by the way do you already have somebody uh, what are we because I know you said you've been looking you've been looking for other teams fans to come on and start talking these games with us have you already got a Bill's Mafia member lined up for no, us to talk with no I'm working on Bill's Mafia also but yeah so just just like uh, Manny was just alluding to this season we're gonna have Obviously, recap episodes or recap the game before, and then we're going to have a preview episode with an opposing podcaster from the, the opposing team coming up uh, to help preview that episode. They could give us a little more insights on the team and what players. And more exciting shows. More forward. exciting shows. It's going to be exciting because oh. I'm going to be right in the middle, guys. I'm going to be the judge, and these guys are just going to be balloting it out. Yeah, and then and when and then two two times a year we got Manny here to talk Dolphin. So that's true. So we're set. We are set, and uh, and I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm excited. The season's right around the corner. Fantasy football's right around the corner, and all that that's good right. stuff, man. This okay, is the best one time final of the question. Year. One final question. Final fa fantasy football, like he said, he said it right here. Fantasy football. Who's your go-to? Are you taking Dalvin Cook in the first round? Are you are you throwing any secrets out right now? Because we know that you're going Dalvin Cook or Aaron Rodgers at one point, right? No, no. Whenever I go Jets players, I always lose. Oh man. Okay. Okay. I mean, this might be the year to do it, but I have a feeling a lot of people are going to be reaching because, just so the, the listeners and the viewers know, I, I all my fantasy leagues I do it with a bunch of assholes. So they'll go ahead and they'll draft Jets players just to <laughs> stick it to me, not because they actually want them, just because they want to laugh about it afterwards because they know that they took it for me. So jokes on you. I'm no I'm no longer gonna draft Jets players because it just never works out for me anyway when I do. So I'm I'm make sure you clip that. Year. I'm gonna clip that, guys, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet at you after we draft next year. And there's like four Jets players on his bench. I'm just yeah. throwing that out there. I'm gonna show them. I mean, it might happen, but we'll see. All okay. right. Well, if you are listening on audio and you listen all the way to the end, we appreciate you taking the time to listen all the way to the end. Please review, give five stars, comment, share all that other good stuff. And if you're watching on YouTube. 
Thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like and subscribe. And yeah, that, that, that's all. I, I was going to listen. Thank, uh, hitting that like button is free, ladies and gentlemen. If you're here, if you're watching, hit that like button. It's free. It's not going to hurt you. I promise. Yeah. All right. And until the next one, which is next week, that's it. It'll be next September, Tuesday. whatever the hell it is. I think it's well, September 4th, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that. Well, until the next one, have a good one.